Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. On this episode, I will be discussing my decision to go from an OBGYN to a midwife and why I chose to have a home birth instead of going to the hospital or birthing center. When I was a young girl, I had heard positive birth stories from my mom and cousin who both had natural births. My mom was in labor with my sister and I, I think for only like three hours each. And my cousin had all four of her kids natural, even her set of twins. And I think they were both like, or they were each like seven or eight pounds. So At that time, you know, the seed was planted and let me know that it was possible for me to have a natural birth, despite any of the images that I had seen on TV depicting pregnancy as this like wild, crazy and, you know, at times horrible thing. You know, birth is intense. It's hard and it's very challenging. And, you know, you don't know what to expect unless you're in it. But it's also beautiful and amazing. And, you know, Our bodies were meant to do this and birth is a miracle within itself. So naturally, when I became pregnant with my first child, I knew that I wanted to have um, a natural unmedicated birth. You know, Um, the OBGYN I had chose was very nice and the office staff was very friendly, but I just never felt 100% comfortable. You know, considering it being my first child, I was so scared and worried about the unknown. You know, I expected my OBGYN, who's the professional and experienced one, you know, to provide answers on like what happens during birth, what food I should be eating, you know, and to discuss some kind of birth plan. But none of that happened. And, you know, granted, I could have reached out and I could have asked questions, but I didn't even know what to ask. You know, they have books and... I read books um, on certain things, but, you know, for most of the time for our appointments, you know, it was just, it just wasn't, I just never felt 100% comfortable, you know, and I just felt like, you know, if this is someone that's going to be a part of the most special moment of my life, and, you know, she didn't even know what kind of birth I wanted to have, or she didn't know anything personal about me or my husband, other than my sexual history and medical records, and that just seemed so crazy to me, you know? And, you know, each appointment was just very routine. I had, you know, urine analysis, draw blood, ultrasound, and, you know, mommy's fe- how's mommy feeling? But that's it. You know, I never felt like I could really connect with her or let her in on anything I was feeling, you know? So fast forward, you know, going through a normal appointment's fine. Um, fast forward to when I was about five months pregnant, I started developing some pain in my lower belly region and immediately had called my OBGYN. You know, I spoke with the nurse and explained my symptoms. Um, She then said she would tell the doctor and get back to me. Well, that didn't sit well with me. So I called my husband's aunt, who is a midwife in Trinidad, and had explained to her what was going on. And, you know, she immediately said it was probably um, something called round ligament pain. And when I looked it up, I said, oh, wow, yeah, that sounds about right. And for those that don't know, round ligament pain is a sharp pain occurring like in the lower belly area. Um, is very common and normal, but you know, me feeling a pain in my belly, I was really scared. Like, what the hell is this? You know? Um, but it usually goes away, you know, by basically relaxing, stretching and, you know, avoiding sudden movements. I think mine came on from me exercising cause I was still kind of exercising at that moment, you know, um, a little harder than maybe I should have been. 
or maybe it was just my body. You know, I don't know if it was just a coincidence, but either way, I had kind of slowed down after that. Um, but anyway, okay. So, you know, my aunt tells me it's probably this and I'm like, yep, I'm already feeling better. She's like, look, if it intensifies really bad and you can't walk and you know, there's bleeding or anything really serious, she's like, then you need to go to the hospital. She's like, but for the most part, you know, she's, she's like, you're okay. Um, and then about an hour later, the nurse from, um, the OBGYN's, my OBGYN's office called back and said, okay, the doctor said, just take turn Tylenol or go to the hospital without even trying to give me like any other recommendations. She's like, just go to the time, get, take Tylenol or just go to the hospital. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you know, that's crazy. Cause those are two of the things that of the way how we treat illness in this country. Like immediately it's like, oh, just take medication or go to the hospital. There's no trying to figure out well, what's causing it or is everything okay, you know? So I, I didn't like that answer and I just didn't feel comfortable. Um, and around that same time, we had watched a documentary called The Business of Being Born. Um, and it was produced by Ricky Lake and it was just so informative and so eye-opening. You know, um, she was compelled to create this after having a very disappointing and very difficult birth experience for her first child. And afterwards, she just said if she ever had a baby again, like she was like, there has to be another way. Um, you know, she takes you through this like home birth, her home birth which was amazing to see, um, and other women's experiences with home birth and their decisions to go with midwives instead of the traditional OBGYN way. She talks to doctors from the World Health Organization, um, and they really show like statistics and how we're the only developed country in the entire world that really doesn't support midwifery. And if you're having a high risk, I'm, I'm sorry, if you're having a low risk normal pregnancy, there's really no reason why you couldn't have a, why you couldn't have a midwife, you know, look, look after you, um, or why the midwife and the, um, uh, the OBGYN couldn't work together. You know, it's like, it's like either all or nothing here. Um, you know, and you know, the, her main goal was really basically to educate women in the choices, you know, when they have when it comes to their bodies and to show how normal birth is really being taken away from this country. And it's really all for the dollar bill. And it's very, very sad because I feel like, you know, even me after watching it, like they're really robbing women of that experience, you know, besides even media showing it as this very dramatic thing um, and, and kind of steamrolling that, you know, Um it's just, you know, with with the C-section rates being so high and immediately jumping into that and it's just it's just crazy. But either way, I highly recommend it to anyone thinking about having a baby, whether it's your first or last child. I really recommend it. And apparently she made a second part, which is called More Business of Being Born, Born or something like that, um, which I haven't watched yet, but I would love to because I'm sure it's just as good and probably even scary that there's more information out there that I didn't know. Anyway, after watching that... Um, and then my experiences with my OBGYN, my husband and I decided to kind of venture out and look for a local midwife. And I didn't know if that was going to be hard or easy. Um, my aunt-in-law <clears throat> um, actually had recommended a very good one, but she was located in Miami and that's about a good 45 minutes to an hour or so away. And, you know, she had explained to us, it's not really ideal to have a midwife that lives so far away. Um, however, that midwife had recommended a birth center in Hollywood. But again, that birthing center was about 30 minutes or so away. 
Um, so we wanted to keep looking. And then <laughs> the midwife at the Hollywood Center actually re- recommended an online birthing series to watch because um, the the late people there were really nice in Hollywood. Um, and the midwife there, you know, had known my concerns of like, is there any like information out there, anything that I can, you know, watch just about birth or whatever the, the whole process. And she was like, oh yeah, there's a birthing series. She's like, it's really informative about, you know, the birthing process. So when we searched it, we realized that the creator was a woman in Margate, Florida, which is only like 15 minutes or was only like 15 minutes away at the time and she co-owned a birthing center called natural birth works so we went there we called made an appointment the minute we walked in we felt right at home it's such a beautiful just relaxing and i can't even explain it it's like so earthly you know so like organic it's just it's just awesome um and my head midwife galena um she co-owns it with uh midwife sandy and they're both amazing um sandy's also a lactation consultant at the birthing center they do mom mommy meetup groups so after you have your baby you have this like village immediately you know from other women that go to the birth center um what else they do uh, breastfeeding classes they do birthing series classes I think it's not mandatory but when you do sign up with the birth center it's free you know as part of your fee I think you can go if you're not part of the birth center but you would have to pay um, but it's it's not expensive and it's worth every dollar you know they really go into what happens to your body and explaining the process um, you know between them they have seven children they're both married um, and they've been to hundreds of births births and they have many many years of experience so we just felt right at home you know um and yeah so from there we were good and you know not unfortunately but because I had joined the birth center late in my pregnancy I felt like I didn't get the full experience but everything happens for a reason so I'm very fortunate and I feel like it just it was meant to be that way you know we did have the OBGYN in the beginning and then the birth center afterwards you know I would have loved to be be there from the beginning but again everything happens for a reason Um, but we had my medical records transferred they had blood work done just to make sure it was you know I was okay um immediately uh, my first appointment I was given a packet um, again more explaining on what birth is what my body would go through we also spent a good hour discussing not just like like just normal things or whatever it was just how was I feeling mentally physically everything we discussed my diet they're really big on healthy diets and she wanted to make sure I was eating well and drinking lots of water and walking as much as I can like it was just a big difference like I just felt like and I knew they were busy like there was mamas all coming through there, mamas with babies for follow-up checkups, mommy, pregnant mommies, like it was just busy and I never felt rushed. They always took the time to like really connect with me and make sure I was good. You know, I always felt important to them. Um, I had their cell phone number or I had Galena's cell phone number and I could call or text anytime I wanted whenever I had any questions or concerns. Um, She made house calls if need be to stop by um, to have some of my appointments there. And then during that time, we had also decided to have a home birth. And that came because one of my husband's close friend's wife had a home birth. And she had, you know, described it as one of the best things she had ever done. So because I was thinking, I was like, all right, natural birth, one. And I was like, well, why couldn't I have it at home? You know, because I'm like, well, if I'm going to have a natural birth, for me, I was just like, I don't know if I want to be in the birthing center. Do I want to be in the comfort of my own home, especially if it was possible? 
So that just seemed to make more sense for me, which is why, you know, you know, it, it, we went with the home birth. And I think, uh, you know, hearing that story, I'm, I'm going to say this again, it kind of planted that seed. I feel like, you know, you could hear like hundreds and hundreds of like negative stories, but all it takes is like that one or two for you to hear and to know that it's possible, you know, so hearing this home birth, who, which I had never really heard about before, you know, that's something that you hear that happened like ages ago, back in the day, you know, um, and here's this modern woman saying she had a beautiful birth experience. So I thought, well, if she could do it, you know, and those women on that documentary can do it, then so can I. Um, I put positive affirmations all in my bathroom mirror about my body and giving birth. So I was already, you know, trying to get all that positivity in me, you know, um, and you know, that went on. So what three, so yeah, so about five, six months, um, by around seven months, I think six or seven months I had chosen a doula. That's another thing they do doula night there. They have a lot of doulas that they're connected with. Um, for those that don't know, a doula really is um, someone that supports you, the mom, during birth. Um, it takes a lot of the pressure off of the partners or anyone else of your family that's going to be there because the doula really is there for the mom and, you know, is there coaching her through the birth um, and labor. And, you know, usually you discuss your birth plan with your doula so that, if you're in the hospital and you're very adamant about not taking drugs or whatever it is, she's there really to lay out that plan for the doctors. Or if you're going to have a home birth and, you know, you do possibly have to be transferred to a hospital, you know, um, she's there to, again, explain that so that your partner isn't having to scramble and worrying about you if, God forbid, something happens. She's really there to make sure that what you want and need is taken care of. Um, so they had a doula night. We picked our uh, doula, Martha of Zen Mama Love. Um, she's another amazing woman. Uh, we connected, not so much in the beginning because I was, I think I was still kind of shut off. It was at that point of my birth, I think I was already starting to get a little nervous. Just, just, I don't know. I think just, I was a little closed off. I don't, I don't just open up to people like that. And I think with a doula, like, you know, they really need you to, because I don't know, it's just a little different than the midwife. The midwife isn't necessarily there for you. The midwife is there to help deliver your baby. And in case anything happens, you know, the doula is really there to connect with you. So we didn't connect immediately. Um, <clears throat> but she was still a loving woman and just, you know, never judged me and, you know, the day of my birth, she was just so, just so supportive. And, you know, I just felt very, very comfortable. So I was very fortunate. I was very fortunate to have a great, um, to have two great midwives and to have, you know, a great, um, doula, by the way, who's also married, um, and has a, has a son. So, you know, these women, they sacrifice so much time and, you know, um, just so much they give of themselves you know um and I just feel like they need to be supported so much more than they are so fine so we pick our doula and then yeah you know we we plan for the home birth so there are some misconceptions that come with having a home birth I know you know I didn't tell too many people my decision to have a home birth you know I kind of kept it close to me 
just because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to see anyone's face like, oh God, or like, what? You know, that sounds like, like what? Like, why would you have a home birth? You know, and it's kind of like everyone like, huh? Why would you even do that? Like some would say like, okay, well, I can see maybe a birthing center, but a home birth, you know? So I just wasn't in the mood. Like I, I wasn't in the mood to have to explain that all the time. Um, plus, I didn't think it was everybody's business. But of course, it comes up in conversation. Oh, what hospital are you going to? You know, this hospital is really good. So there were times where I would be like, no, I'm actually having a home birth. And I would just wait for it. And they would pause and be like, oh, okay. And then the ones that would say something would be like, oh, well, you know, aren't you scared? You know, or what about this? And you know, that's all that like when you wish some people just like wouldn't speak because they don't realize like what they're saying is actually doing some damage, you know, like, of course, you're scared, you're scared of birth in general, you know, whether you're in a hospital or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but what if something happens? And you're like, okay, well, then I get transferred to a hospital, you know? Um, you know, what else were, did I hear? Oh, so another big thing was the umbilical cord. So we were kind of even like, well, yeah, what does happen? So prior to going with our midwife, um, we had reached out again to my aunt. Um, she's been a midwife, I think for like over 30 years. And um, <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? She's like, we unwrap the umbilical cord. I'm like, I know, but everyone says that's so dangerous. And, you know, she just laughed and she was like, Look, the umbilical cord being wrapped around the baby's neck, she's like, has probably been, it has been happening since, again, since babies were being born. She's like, that's nothing new. You know, she's like, the, the umbilical cord can be wrapped around your baby's neck now. Like, it's so long, you know, just is what it is. She was like, I've been a midwife for so long. She's like, in of my 30 years, I've been practicing and delivering and, um, you know, delivering babies. She's like, I've only had to use... I think she said she's had to cut the umbilical cord once because it was too tight. She's like, and that's over 30 years. And how many births are that? And how many births, you know, are that? She was like, you know, she's like, you just unwrap it. And she said, it's funny because even parents come up to her like after when they do see <laughs> the umbilical cord is wrapped and they'll be like, oh my God, thank you for saving my baby's life. And she says she just laughs because she's like, okay, well, you're welcome, but I didn't really save them. Like, it's just natural. But there's this, again, this misconception, like, but what happens? And she's like, you just unwrap it. Um, so I think Jace's umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck and they just unwrapped it and he was fine. You know, um, there were some really wonderful things about birthing at home. And I would also say to any mama listening to this, you know, this is by no means of me trying to say, oh, wow, look at me or that my way you should do my way. You know, I'm just sharing my experiences. But I would say to any mom out there is try to labor at home as much as you can. I feel like if you labor at home as much as you can, you eliminate any, you try to eliminate as into interference that the hospitals make, you know. Um, hospitals don't have time to wait for birth. That's why the introduction of Pitocin came in. It really wasn't for the mom. It was for the convenience of the hospital. You know, um, a first time birth, a, a mom's first time giving birth on average, I think it's 12 to 36 hours of labor. Um, and that's on average, like that's not abnormal. Like that just is what it is. 
hospitals don't have time for that shit. You know, they're trying to get moms in and out. They have other patients, like they just don't have time for that. So in pops in Pitocin, and I think then, you know, you have that domino effect of Pitocin, which studies have shown this, you know, and then with the Pitocin, a lot of times the contractions um, get more intense, they get harder to manage and to deal with. So then the moms usually want the epidural, even if they didn't want the epidural. And then now you're introducing the epidural and Pitocin, which are two unknown foreign substances into your body. And then a lot of times that then can affect the baby. And that's when they have to do the emergency C-section. Um, some women also get allergic reactions to the epidural. Like there's a lot of complications that can also happen that way, you know? So that's why for me with my home birth, it was like, yeah, there are things that can happen this way. And there are things that can happen in a hospital with epidural you know, with you introducing a drug to a foreign drug to my body that I've never taken before. Um, so for me, I wanted to take the chance of letting my body do what it's naturally supposed to do. Um, you know, and I just had faith with that, you know, um, let's see what else can I, okay. So with my birth, um, I was very fortunate. I labored, I think for a total of eight hours, um, the thing about mine, though, it was fast and intense. So I know some births um, can be slow and they just, you know, they feel like they're never ending. Um, from what I hear, you know, those long births um, and laboring. But mine was, um, I think it was like eight hours. I think I had started around 2, 2.30, somewhere like that, maybe a little before that. And then my son was born 11.38 p.m., so... Yeah, so I was very fortunate, but it was very intense. Like my body was like moving fast and then my cervix didn't want to catch up to my body. Um, so again, in working with my midwife, they're very non-invasive. You know, they do a lot of homeopathic remedies. So she had given me some homeopaths to take to help my cervix catch up to my body. And it did. And it was wonderful because, you know, it was painful. <laughs> It was very painful and there were times where I was like, oh my God, why did I make this decision? This is painful. I can't do this, you know, but again, I'm giving credit to my doula, my husband and my sister in pushing me and letting me know that I could do it, you know, um, plus it was almost like a point of no return, which is what another thing that I had kind of wanted, like once you're there, it's like, it's no turning back. And, you know, I knew, you know, women were having birth before me unmedicated and they would be afterwards. So I didn't. I wasn't worried in that instance. It was kind of like do or die for me. Like, nope, you got to do this. And yeah, so that's kind of how it was. You know, I was like, shit, there's no, I was like, there's no Tylenol, nothing I can take. <laughs> and she was like, nope. Um, so yeah, but the the dope part about birthing at home is I was able to walk around. Um, I walked from my bedroom. I laid down in my bed. We had a blow up pool in the middle of the living room. So I was laboring in the pool for a while. I labored in my tub, um, lots of squats. Like I just felt so free and I didn't feel confined, which was very, which was beautiful. Um, and I think that also helped me. So again, to all the mamas out there, you know, if you're, if wherever you plan to deliver and however your, you know, your journey goes, I would just recommend you trying to labor at home as much as possible and waiting until you basically can't wait anymore before you go to the hospital. Um, or at least on that cusp where you know that they're coming like closer and closer. 
because then I think it just allows you more of the freedom and less of the interference that the hospital would would make. Obviously, if your water breaks and things like that, that's, you know, something else. But if you're just laboring, like, you know, my sister just gave birth, um, what, four days ago? And, you know, she labored for almost 32 hours <laughs> and she had a, she had a natural birth, but it was at the birth center with my midwives. And, you know, we'll probably have a whole episode on her experience. Um, but you know, she wasn't dilated and her contractions were around 10 minutes apart for a long time. So there was really nothing they could do for her, you know? So that's why I say for women, especially if it's your first child, because then they say after your first child, babies tend to come a lot faster or labor tends to, you know, go faster is to labor at home as much as you can just to try and be as comfortable as you can doing what you want. You know, my sister was able to go in the shower. She moved around. I'm sure she'll tell it and say that she hated it, (laughs) but, you know, she got through it and you know, the dope part for me, I know after it was all said and done, you know, I gave birth to my son. Actually, my midwife knew just by like the way I was breathing and moaning. She knew I was pretty much ready to push before I did. She was like, I, you want to start pushing? And I was like, wait, I can. She was like, yeah, and then she don't want to. And I was like, no, 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 we can start pushing. And she was like, all right, go ahead. So I did. And, um, I think my son was born like after 26 minutes or so, but I um, pushed on the bed and then he seemed to be like a little stuck. So she's like, all right, let's see if gravity would help. So she's like, why don't we squat on the side of the bed? (laughs) So very carefully, I slid off the side of my bed and I don't know, maybe like a few pushes later, my son, you know, I squatted and my son popped out <laughs> and literally any of the pain that I felt, any of the discomfort that I felt just completely went away, like completely went away. All my, you know, I had labored in my back, all of the back pain, like it just went away and it was so euphoric and just so beautiful. I felt so empowered and supported, you know, um, And it really was, it was one of the most amazing, if not the most amazing experience of my life. Um, So yeah, so, you know, that's my story and why I decided to go from an OBGYN to a midwife and, you know, ultimately why we decided to have a home birth, which, you know, was the best um, decision that we've made thus far in regards to our son. Um, And look, ultimately every birth is beautiful and unique you know to give birth means to give life and it should all be celebrated you know no matter what kind of birth that you have nothing even if your birth doesn't go according to the plan that you had in your mind you know um everyone's journey is their journey and what's meant to be will be like I truly truly believe that but I also want all the mamas out there to know that if I can have a natural birth so can you you know I'm not some like superhuman person, you know, you can do it too, you know, and don't be fearful of what your body was made to do, you know, embrace it and just welcome it all. Um, you know, just be at one with your body and your baby, you know, and most importantly, surround yourself with people that will support you and empower you through your pregnancy, through your labor and through your delivery and beyond, because that truly is one of the most, if not the most important things that a mama needs, you know, that village, because there were times where I was like, what, what the hell (laughs) 
am I doing, you know, when I was pregnant, when I was giving birth, and even now, you know, and that village is just so important. So those are my two cents. And um, I hope you enjoyed my story. And I look forward to talking to you guys in the future. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the second episode of the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. Tune in next time to hear what a wonderful mama of three has got to say. Continue blessings to you all for love and light.